Hi, I'm Sam Taggart, host of the DDD Podcast, where all things door-to-door come under one roof in one community, up-leveling each other all over the country. Go join our group, DDD Can't Knock This, for more questions and answers and insights on door-to-door training. Also, register for our event at dddcon.com. Don't forget to check out the DDD University Door-to-Door Planner to really up-level and increase your performance. Now stay tuned for this episode on the DDD Podcast. <laughs> I am here with Connor Rockwood. Welcome to the show, Good man. Me, DDD Podcast. I'm Sam Taggart. For any of those of you guys who don't know me, and Connor is like a legend. He is young, up and coming legend. He done back to back four hundred plus year, right? Mm-hmm. So, Golden Door winner, high five. Thanks, I have to formally apologize on the show. <laughs> You're so, good, dude. He's sitting in the audience. He's like, I got my Golden Door. And I just like, forget, to call, there. I forget <laughs> to call his name. And I'm like, oh, that just made me feel like terrible. So, I was no, like, hey, dude, better yet, cool. let's get you on a podcast. No, and cool, bro. So, we're going to dive into his sales process. We're going to dive into uh, you know your time management. And then what you do with all the money you make in... 400 plus alarms back to back. I mean, you probably made at least $5, right? A couple. couple two or ten. three. Two, three. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so tell us a little bit about how you got into door to door. So me and my brother, well, my brother's always been in the industry. Um, he's one of the VPs here at Alder, but basically we came on at the same year, recruited by different people. Um, we were at another company previous and we ended up just switching over because of the residual income um, from Adam Chance. He basically sold us on that idea and we were like, dude, I'm in. Anything that's residual incomes, like... And it paid off? Yeah, of course. How yeah. many years now? Four years. Four years? Every, and your residual is bigger than $20 a month? A little bit more They didn't than take that. it off? A little bit more than that. <laughs> it's like, it's no, a lot more than what you think. <laughs> I know, no, but what's crazy is, like, a lot of people, like, that's what makes it unique, is just kind of building the wealth and the long-term ownership. For sure. Instead of just the quick fix mm-hmm. money, which is cool. Yeah. So you, your first year, how'd you do? I did 200 and then I did 300 and then I did 400 the last two years. Which is awesome. Yeah. Like, congratulations, Thanks, man. dude. That's big. So... We have something wrong with the sound, they're saying. Oh, terrible. Let's fix it. It's probably just not... <laughs> they're all, like, commenting on it. Yeah. Uh, no sound. We're going... Okay, can you hear us now? Hurry, comment. Hurry, hurry, comment. Hey, comment. Quick. <laughs> comment Quick. saying I can hear you. I can see the bubbles. Dylan, are we watching? Are we hearing? Are we live? Can you see this? <laughs> Comment something. Good. Can you hear me? Good? We're good? Good, we're good. Okay, quick intermission. Um, <laughs> this intermission was brought to you by Reese's uh, Peanut, Peanut Butter, butter Cups. cups. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you can do that. <laughs> oh, shoot. They didn't pay us. Free advertising, Reese's. Okay, so tell us a little bit about what you what what do you do I want to just dive right into it because I sure. think a lot of times we spend so much time in the stories in the back end I think most people listening or watching to this are going to say what makes a 400 plus account alarm rep and if you're watching this that's equivalent to a thousand pest control that's equivalent to what six guys in the industry basically hit that six or seven guys in the entire industry hit that this year which is a big feat considering there's probably thousands of alarm guys so we're talking we're talking if you're listening or watching this this is like top point zero zero one percent in their field he's talking it up a little bit no i'm I'm I'm, I'm I'm not i'm I'm just saying it's it's very hard to do (laughs) for sure and i want to dive in so like on average how many would you do a day um four or five four or five every every day day, yeah and most people listen to this that do alarms probably never even have a four day and you do it consistently. Yeah. Put things into perspective. So 
Um, a lot of people are probably wondering, is it what percent were fresh doors, what percent were takeovers? Depending on the market, I'd say usually it's like fresh door majority is what I've liked. Um, Wait, I thought in order to sell 400, you have to do takeovers. I hate take. Uh, I'm not going to say I hate them. I know, but I'm going to say I hate them, but I'm not a fan of them. I, I just don't like... Yeah, it's just a lot. It's a little bit more of a barrier. I feel like that I have to overcome on a takeover. So I feel like new doors, I can have zero barrier. They haven't really heard very many pitches because what are the top guys do? Takeovers, and so I just do the opposite of what the top guys are doing. And you can still and I get sell four hundred, obviously. Dude. So, so I was same way. That's why I felt like we connected because the the problem was most people think like, oh, in order to be good, I have to do what these guys are doing. But it's definitely I, good to do both. It's good sure to know you you, you probably have a really good door approach for takeovers for sure. And yeah. if you see a takeover, you're probably like, oh, easy deal. But yep. it's like the fact that you could master the fresh door made you so much more dynamic than the guys that are just sign hunting. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, the sign hunting is like, it's good to get your ones and twos a day, but you're never going to hit four or five every single day unless you're getting a bunch of names right next to each other, which is hitting a couple signs, selling all their neighbors, and then selling on top of that exactly. is what I feel like the big numbers come in. And so you can hit 200 easy doing all takeovers, but you're never going to hit like... Well, you might be able to hit big numbers. But, but you waste a lot of time driving around in your car hunting... But really, in your mind, you're not even there because exactly. you're always like, "Oh, do I want to knock another door?" It's like, no, you're out moving, and energy creates emotion. Yep, and movement creates emotion. So, so let's kind of dive into your mindset behind the doors, right? So, like, what do you do to mentally prepare yourself when you're out there in the summer, like before the day? Small right? goals, small um, goals. Super, super small goals. Something that Dane McCartney always said would be like, focus on your little goals. So, like. My first goal is just to get on my first door. So I run to my first door, get out of my car. It's gone. My car's not there anymore. Do you have a certain time of the day? It's like it's a Sunday. Two o'clock, no o'clock. matter what. No matter and it's what. moved up every year. So now it's like one thirty. Okay. Um, it's just going to keep moving up, I'm assuming, and going out later or staying out later. What's the last door? Like I knock till this sin if I don't stay out this long. I usually have to sell my last door. So it's like if I'm not selling a door, if I'm not in a house when it's dark, like I'm knocking on the door. door. Like I have to sell my last door because it's like that's, that's cool. something that Shans has always done. Sell so my last like, door. I have what? to sell my last door. So let's hypothetically say it's eight forty-five. You're knocking. No, no, no. Now it's nine fifteen. I'll keep knocking. You're just like, especially my first couple of years, dude. Like I keep knocking. And why do you think that's so important? Because you're losing. You lose if you don't knock your other, your last doors. Like if you don't if you don't end on a good note, you lost that day, in my opinion, because like you just gave up. There's a giving up point. It's like nine fifteen. You're like, oh, it's kind of dark already. Like, oh, let's just do pickups. Or yeah, I got I got five guys to pick up. You make up all these excuses and you just lost because you let it that win. And so if you let like yourself win every day, every single day, you finish your day off rather than being like, oh, I already got four. I'm good. It's like no, dude. I'm gonna finish my day out so I can hit five. Yeah. I don't care if I sold six today. I don't care if I sold one today. Mm-hmm. I'm finishing with the sale. Yeah, you got to finish it out good. I feel like that's, that's a huge issue. It's huge because then how much more excited are you starting the next day? Exactly. And you're starting on a high. Well, it depends on the rep too, because like you can end your day really, really well, and then you're like, well, I have to do that again. I have to do that again, and you know how that is after yep. you do six, seven, eight in a day. Yep. You're like, shoot, dude, I got to match that. It's like yeah. that's hard to match. It's like no. Just do your day. That's why I said little goals. Your little goals is daily goals. Just like what's your door goal, and then it's like hour goal. Yeah. So yeah, walk us through that. So your first goal is you're going to get on the doors. You're running. I'm running to my first door. And then what's your other little goals? And then my next my next goal is just to get into a house. So it's like once I've reached getting into a house, or say I haven't talked to a person for an hour, I got to reset, start over on my goals again. Or say I sold one really early, 
at like two o'clock, I sold my first door and I haven't gotten a house for an hour and a half. I haven't like talked to anybody because some days you have those days where like there's no one to talk to yeah. basically. So now I just need to get on like talk to a homeowner or something like like that's yeah. like a little goal that I it's can like let's talk make to it them. smaller. Once I talk to somebody, I'm like, okay, there's my momentum. I talked to a homeowner. Now it's like I'm getting into a house. So it's like talk to the homeowner, quick pitch, get in the house. Cool. So it's so then let, this is an interesting question. You're you go like four or five hours and haven't got a sale. What's going through your mind now? Doesn't happen anymore. That doesn't happen. Just I, you're yeah, so good. But that it's I, like, it doesn't happen. But cool. I'd say like your first couple of years, like when you're not when you don't know what to look for in a house, like who's home and that kind of stuff. Yeah, you have that happen occasionally. Um, but I would say resetting, having like a Shanza's three breaths, like, okay, that's my reset. I'm going to go start over. Like is, my day's what, over again. What is that power of that three breaths thing? What does that do? How does that reset? Um, just basically saying like, once you can reset, your mind's back in it. Because once you get in that four or five hour mark of not selling, you're like so negative And so like, you start bringing yourself down even more. And you're like, I don't even know if I'm going to sell today. But once you reset, what do you do the next door? It's yeah. sold. Like pretty much every time. And like anyone yeah. that's good in the industry, if they know how to reset every door, they never have that three hour span of like not selling. They never have like a talk to Adam Chance and tell him, ask him if he's had a, a three hour span where he hasn't sold. Yeah. No, like it doesn't happen and because he resets every door. He resets every door. And I think that's the issue is so many people, they let brick after brick just weigh them down they let no happen after for no hours. after no yeah. for like six hours and or they're days. just exhausted or weeks. Yeah, weeks so that three breaths psychologically what does that do um i would say it's just for him that's his mine's yeah. like i'm the best i'm the best in the industry i'm the best rookie whether whether you're a rookie or experienced nobody can outsell me i i'm the best in the industry you can say um, everybody wants it. Everybody needs it. Everybody can afford it. Just those self-affirmations, obviously. That's my reset. And okay. once I can give all those those affirmations to myself, my confidence level goes back up because I believe in them. Um, I'd say that's my reset. And cool. my mind's just back into it again. And I refocus on my doors again. Yeah, because it's so common for people to just get lost in their own heads. Mm -hmm. And then they just get beat up. And they just I, keep knocking yeah, mindlessly, just, yeah. The robot, just door to door to door, yeah. and they just start getting slammed. And they're not even, like, focused. Yeah. They're just knocking on the doors and, like, expecting a deal to jump out. It's like, yeah. no. Or so you're hoping for the easy deal. So how do you have, like, bigger resets? So we talk about a little affirmation statement, breath, something like that. But let's say I went, like, a week and didn't sell one. And obviously you manage a lot of guys, and you've probably dealt with yeah. these reps. And, you know, one thing that we're going to go over in a minute, so stay on, is how to train effectively your reps and we're going to go into like his door approach and presenting so like this if you want to see that because I'm, I'm, I'm saying this now like, <laughs> I'm curious like what's the method the madness you know what's the method to the madness so so my question is if I'm a rep and I've gone a week I'm just your rep What's a bigger reset? Like, what's something early on? Or yeah, like later I'm talking. At, yeah, let's say it's midsummer, and I'm like, dude, I'm just in a funk. I come to you, and it's like, I don't know what's going on. I know I can sell. I know I can be good at this, but I'm like, beat my head against the wall right now. Dude, honestly, I, I mean, usually have like, there's a couple reps that had that happen to them last year, and I think it's like them mentally checking out okay. of like the grind, and they think it's they're burnt out. There's those excuses you hear all the time in management, um, and I think once you let that happen like enter into your office everyone starts being burnt out and like yes and that kind of kills your office but i would say like the way i can combat that is just hitting them with positive affirmations 
Helping um, speak truth and, and positivity. Yeah, because them. like help remind them of all the good they've done, and then also that, that that's not enough for them. Um, I feel like it's a big deal because like one of our top rookies actually this year, I won't say his name, but he definitely like had a moment in the summer where he just like died off, and he was leading like ahead by a ton, leading everybody. But then once he reset, it took him like I'd say at least two weeks to reset, two three weeks. Once you reset, he started back into the flow again. And it's just like a lot of things that you let enter your mind. So I feel like if you can keep the positive affirmations going for these reps and making them say it rather than just being like, you know, two weeks of not selling you, they're obviously not doing self-affirmations. Yes. They're obviously doing something different than what they were doing before. So but, I'm the greatest. I'm the best. I'm the, I'm, I, I'm a top this, you know, just yeah. something. Everybody that, wants it. Everybody needs it. Everybody can afford it. Cool. Um, it's going to be dependent on the person too. Cause like if they're competitive, it's going to be putting someone against them. If they're not yeah. competitive, it's going to be like, don't put someone against them cause it's going to shut them down. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely like dependent on the personality as well. Cool. I'd say it's always different. So I would just, I guess the advice would simply be find something that works for you. That's your go-to reset. Yeah. And I think some find their emotion, like, find their, their, their it, like why yes. they're doing the, the, their holy cause. I guess they talk about a lot. Yeah. Um, cool. Satema or what's Satema. Name? Satema. He was talking about the holy cause a lot. So it's like, you got to find that thing deep down while you're doing it. Yeah. So, okay. So let's kind of transition into selling and then we're going to talk about how you train, um, and have, I mean, guys that are watching this, he had multiple reps, top rookie reps mm-hmm. this last year, which, you know, it's one thing to go sell a ton of accounts, but it's another thing to know how to duplicate yourself and create bad, bad A leaders, right? Mm-hmm, for sure. And I think a lot of people watching this or listening to this are always like, yeah, I'm a good rep, but I've never been able to duplicate. And then they end up always being the rep. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. What other things do you see that you're like, man, reps just commonly do this. They need to change it. They don't take the time to read manuals. They don't take the time to focus their, um, their minds. Like as far as like reading and progressing themselves and self-development they're not doing that and so you can see their confidence levels drop like as they don't sell for example like in your like you were talking about people that don't sell for a week yep it's because they literally stop self-progressing they stop their confidence goes down because they stop progressing it's like all these things just add up so it's like they don't progress themselves i'd say it's a huge one and then actually like knocking issues it's filling air and um just not having their content memorized yeah. Let's be honest. I mean, like, they just don't memorize what we're teaching them. It's the copy paste, right? Uh-huh. That's I'm, all I I'm did. sure That's you're all not making this up. No, right? dude, I just copied out of chance. Exactly. It's like take He's the amazing. best. He's amazing. The best, and say, let's just do what he does. Seriously, and it dude, worked it for you. Dave McCartney, all the best in the industry. It's like how, how many times do you find reps are like, no, but that just doesn't work for me. <laughs> Every day, dude. Every yeah. day, yeah. dude. But it works for you. It just doesn't work for me. I'm saying exactly how you're saying. And what do you say to them? Um, I'm like, look a little closer. Like, look a little closer. Um, and I'll watch them do it. I'm like, okay, so you see how your body's not moving. You're not, when you're transitioning in, you're not swiping your feet. You're not looking down. Like, there's all these little things that they're not doing. And they don't realize that they're not doing it until you point it out. So I feel like that's, just watching them do it helps a lot with me. Cool. Because you can point out little things they're doing wrong. Yeah, I just had a, a guy in, in the company I was just at. And he reached out. He's like, I finally watched all your training videos, and I memorized it, and I did it word for word. And he'd gone like three months doing like terrible. Shoot, yeah. And I sold five deals in one day. <laughs> weird. And I'm like, weird. Oh, I've been preaching like just learn from Sam. So yes. 500 deals. He actually does this stuff. Yeah, copy like, paste. Copy. <laughs> like I'm like, guys, I didn't make this up. I yeah. copied it. And I think it's so funny how people try to like 
reinvent the wheel. For sure. I'm like, gosh. Or they're arrogant, too. Yeah, it's, it's an they ego think thing. That there's like, oh, I've been getting the houses this way. And it's like, just listen. Like, yeah. There's a reason why I'm selling and you're not. Or Powerful. Whatever. So let's kind of transition back into the mindset because you talked about like the reason why they're failing is they're not mentally like on their game mm-hmm. and investing into themselves. Like, you know, you talked about books. You talked about uh, – I don't know, whatever. Like, what do you do? Yeah, what do you what do you do off the doors that helps keep your mind sharp? Like, are you a big book reader? Um, it's dude. It can be anything from podcasts. I think your stuff is great. Just podcasting, like listening to podcasts. If you hate reading, awesome. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, doesn't have to be necessarily about sales. It could be about like investing, something you're passionate about. That gets your confidence level when you know more stuff. Even if like it doesn't matter what you're learning, as long as you're learning something. Because for me, one of my biggest things in life, my holy cause, is progression. So if I'm not progressing, I feel like I'm just shutting off and I get depressed. So it's like, what do I need to do to stop doing that? Progress. What are some things that you feel like you've acquired or done over the last couple years that have helped you progress? Like being specific, but like I'm talking like what Um, book like made that difference or what? Obviously, the the main greatest salesman in the world, like. you know, start with why. There's all sorts of like those types of books. Um, or is there a richest mentor? man in ba- Babylon? I just love like anything with money. I love finance, so okay. that's like something I like. Because you, you, you know, off camera, we talked a lot about uh, you kind of take all your money and invest it, and you're like, dude, I'm utterly conservative, like, super frugal, frugal, yeah. which is unique because a lot of this uh, summer sales dudes or whatever, they're just flow their money, and you've probably seen that too. Yeah. Right? Course. And so I think what makes a top rep is the people that are usually at the top have found ways to make their money work for them. And what are some of the things that you've done to help build your financial wealth? And it's a good question. I'd say number one, obviously, real estate is a great tax tool. It's a great shelter for your money. It's everything. So I'd say anyone should be at least buying one or one property a year or something in real estate. Um, diversification is important so you don't put all of it in real estate which a lot of people do in Utah it's kind of sad but um, that's kind of how that works is a little bit in real estate a little bit in the stock market a little bit into like um, your own business so obviously I do most of mine in Alder because that's my business yeah um, I'm and, and, funding and speak, my business but way. speak to that because I think a lot of people are afraid to invest back into their business and they don't mm. even know what that looks like because they don't treat themselves as a business owner right sure. and I think a lot of times we see ourselves as an employee and we don't realize Dude, if I just spent a little on recruiting, or if I spent a little on, you know, I, I guess like when you say put it back into your business, what, what does that look like? Well, everything needs to be a smart, thought-out investment. So if you're like, hey, um, I want to bring these dudes to go to Top Golf. Yeah. Okay. What is that going to do for my team? Like, you can think of things that it's going to bring, and if it doesn't add up in value, then you don't do it. So it's like, hey, Top Golf's going to be good with my management team because X, Y, and Z. We get better commitment from them. We get more. We have more fun. Um, they'll stay with us longer. Yep. They'll build with us. There's all sorts of different reasons. And then if it makes sense that financially to do that, do it. If it's like I'm going to throw a hundred thousand dollars from the ceiling, that's not a smart investment. Yeah. You're, to random people, that's not a good investment. There's no return. There's no ROI on that. I can't. I can't magnify where the ROI is. So. Investing that's, into retention is huge. Oh yeah, huge. And I think that's I think, hard to see the most of because you can't see it initially. The, the and, and it's something though. to speak to. So when trying to manage your guys and retain them, and obviously you just had these two top rookies, you know, and I'm sure you're treating them like gold. It's obviously, like, yeah. you're like, there's other homes, there's other places you could go. One's out in the Bahamas right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, exactly. And it, it's 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 putting that time and energy, and sometimes it doesn't have to be a ton of money, but it's this culture of 
I'm reinvesting back into you, and mm-hmm. they can feel that. Yeah, creates this loyalty in this culture. For sure. sure. I'm assuming you've done pretty good at that because you've grown every year. Yeah. Right? And I think that's something to speak to is people think like, oh, I'll just put it onto real estate or onto this, but it's like, dude, take some money and invest back in you. There's a ton of people that just only go and they're off own investments, and I kind of like fell into that my first couple of years, and I was like, no, dude, like. My biggest ROI is where is where I'm working and where I'm spending all my time. Why would I invest all of it into real estate if I have no control over the real estate market? Yep. It's like I have some of like being able to buy property, but how many people are in the world? Yep. So it's like stock market, zero control, yep. zero control. So why would I invest a ton of money in the stock market? No, I'm going to go into what I have control over, which is my personal influence Yep, and to build that way. And my ROI is a lot bigger than that. It's huge. And... Kind of one last question on investing. What what do you feel like is a big tip for people that are listening that are struggling? Like, where do I start? Like, where's the easiest way for them to get started? What podcast or book or, or mentor? I mean, like, what advice would you give somebody that's like, I want to, but I just don't know how? Just start investing, you're saying? Yeah. Um, it's basically just moving. It's just hard for some like people to take a step and say, oh, would I qualify for a home? Would I qualify for this fourplex? It's like... Instead of asking questions like to yourself, go freaking go ask the person that like does loans yeah, and say, hey, well, what I need to show to qualify, um, you got to average your two years of income. Um, you need to whatever, like they'll tell you exactly what you need to do and do what he says, obviously, to qualify. Um, I think that's the biggest thing in this industry with investing into real estate and stuff is just like, I want to show nothing on my taxes or whatever. It's like, no, just bite the bullet, pay the taxes. You'll so get way more ROI from there. But yeah. I'd say just doing something like trying it like try your investment if it didn't work out in real estate it will work out in real estate at least a, like you know what I mean? at least a little bit you won't lose that much if yeah. you go back but i think too many people get scared to start uh-huh. and i think once you get started it's way easier to be a lot more confident Shoot, start with like, a robin hood account and like put 10 g's and or five put like whatever, three yeah. one thousand bucks in like a safe so S&P Robin Hood is an app that's literally free trade. Yeah. So you don't have to spend $7 trade fees. Yeah. And it's a great place to start because you don't lose on the trades. You just yeah. lose when you... Or ac- I've heard of like acorns. Like just yeah. throw something in there and see it grow. And I think that's addicting to be like, yeah, it's going to grow a little bit. It's like, that's kind of cool. Let me throw more into it. Like more into it. And like not be super risky with it, but just something really safe at first. And then as you build your portfolio, maybe put a little bit more, go into this, go into different things. What's your big 10-year goal financially? Um, financially, shoot, dude, I want to be like worth, um, multi-millions. Obviously I'm like, I'm already at like, you know, millions, but I want to be like multi-millions, multi-multi-millions, um, financially. Um, I want to own at least 10 real estate properties. I want to cash flow on all of them. I want to like have zero living expenses because like that's, yeah, if you can have the rentals paying for all your expenses. Well, that's where I'm at, right? That, I'm, at, yeah. I'm there right now, but I want to be able to have that outside of Alder as well. Yeah. So like, I already have that through Alder where it's like cash flow income from yeah. all my, my deals, but, but I also want to have that outside. If, if literally somehow the company blew up, yeah, somehow, <laughs> somehow yeah. you're like, cool, I can still live. Yeah, it's like, like no, cool I've been be? making a residual check every year. It's like, yeah. why not just reinvest it into something else? So you have like two residual incomes yeah. that are crazy. You have a six-figure salary here and a six-figure salary here. Why not like why not get three of them? Like five exactly. of them, five that's, different streams of income. And I think so many people think that's unattainable, but I, I hope that people that are watching or listening to this are realizing like it's doable. Yeah, people just find doing, something you're good at. Like yeah. it doesn't have to be door-to-door. It could be door-to-door is the step to get into what you're doing. Like, exactly. Or, I don't know, the confidence to get into what you're doing. Cool. Here. 
So one last question before we wrap up, because probably do on time. Okay. But what um, what piece of advice would you give? Let's call it a first year rep. Let's just target. It's my very first year. I haven't even gone out for the summer. What would you tell that rep as he's about to leave for the summer for his first time? Oh, about him? to leave. I was gonna say about. To, if he just signed up, up yeah. be loyal to whatever you're at. Don't bounce around. Pick pick your team and go with it. Um, the more time you spend bouncing around, the less successful you'll be. Yeah. And then once you go out for the summer, I'd just say um, focus on, like, almost be selfish your first year. Just I'd say you. just focus on yourself. Focus on building yourself. Um, because as long as you're progressing, you're going to be really good at the job. Yeah, I'd say, like, that's, good advice. I, that's my opinion because I feel like I just was super, super selfish with myself. I had no recruits. Especially, like, your first year, you usually don't have, like, very many buddies. Like, you might have one dude come out with you or... And just focus on yourself. Like, sales is all that really matters in your life at that point, at that three months or four months. I think a lot of people get caught up in the office drama. And it's important to be a team player, but I think a lot of times it drags them down. For sure. Instead of just realizing, I'm on a mission to hit my goal. Yeah. And nothing will stop me. Little selfish. It's it's awful to say that, but I feel like if you're a little selfish with your time and, like, your energy is all focused on yourself, you will succeed. Because I think like, a, lot, a lot of times they get distracted with the fun or the the, the, the bros or yeah. whatever, right? They get they get in this mindset of like, I'm out here for fun versus I'm just out yeah. here to freaking dominate. For sure. And it's like, it's three and a half months, like four months. It's like, that's not a lot of time to focus on one thing. It's like, I don't know if anyone served LDS missions. It's like, there's a reason why we go out of the country or out of the state yep. and focus all of our energy on one thing. It's like, yeah, like you focus on one thing, you're going to progress and do well at it. Yeah, so 100%. Well, I appreciate your time, man. This yeah. is like, I've, yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh, I need to go rewatch this. And you kind of motivated me to go back in the wall. So I'm like, let's go sell. Yeah, right. So if you like this tag or share this, uh, it's Connor Rockwood. And he's been super abundant. Uh, add him on Facebook or whatever. But he is literally one of the best out there right now. And it's been a pr- privilege to have you on the show. Oh, thanks, dude. Good. 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 Good.